0: This is a challenge. Battle for a new champion. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 300 of the Right Reality Podcast. Hey, what's up, anyway? Yeah! Oh! Walter! Walter, the cat's so excited for episode 302, looking at him! he just jumped right into your living room. Oh, my god! Just... <laughs> <laughs> Jove right at your screens. He is so excited that you have joined us for episode <laughs> 300 of the Napa one. Hell yeah, baby. Oh, my goodness gracious. <gasps> we made it, Mix. Here we are. 300. We Hooray. Oh, my God. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thunk? <laughs> By goodness. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us here on episode 300. Maybe some of you are finding us for the first time. Congratulations. This is your home now. Pull up a chair. Jump on welcome. in the pool. The water is we are nice and warm. It's like a big old lazy river. That's what we're here for. <laughs> um, coming up in this very special 300th episode, we have our big interview uh, with Michelle. Michelle with one L. So Steve much with fun. a PH. Mixie, people with very specific names, which people for some reason still can't get right, it's very maddening. But that's all right. That's all right. I know some of you are looking to see if Olivia's part of this. Uh, she had some scheduling issues, so as of right now, as we're recording this, she is not. She might be added on at the end. Who knows? But as of right now, it's me, Mixie, and Michelle leading you through episode 300. We have a wonderful conversation coming up with her. Uh, a lot of stuff we discuss. We have some fun. Uh, There is a special tea? guest that joins us in the middle of the episode.
1: You guys will not want to miss that. That was crazy.
0: My goodness gracious. It was unbelievable. The reactions were exactly what we thought they would be. So stay tuned for that. Just a lot of fun stuff. And also, congratulations to me and you, Mixie, for being so awesome for getting to episode 300. Look at us. This
1: we did great. it. I'm so proud of us. And they've only gotten better.
0: They have they have people were out on her at the beginning guys what did i tell you just wait just marinate in it i don't
1: blame you i'm out on me uh, often so i get it
0: (laughs) generally i'm out on myself you Mm. know what i mean so you know what it is what it is
1: it's a supply chain issue you'll get that joke later in this episode
0: at the end at the (laughs) end so let's get right to the interview we'll talk to you guys at the end of it we'll thank you we'll do all that type of fun stuff at the end but let's get right to it here's our interview with everybody's favorite person to hate Michelle,
1: you love her or you hate her. We just want to party with her. We have orange shirt. I mean purple jacket. I mean queen bee. I mean Michelle. Hi guys! What an hi! In-
2: what an intro today. I am blue tank top. So.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> we love that. Uh, welcome to episode three hundred. Thank you so much for joining us for this. We are definitely going to be partying. So I'm going to pop some my little baby champagne.
0: I got my Corona here. No free promo. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Let me text my sister to get me. I think the only thing I have in the house is a Bud Light. So it's not like... Hey. Okay. <laughs> it, it, we ain't bringing class, but... <laughs> We definitely see a lot of burners' ass. I don't know. Um, And happy 300th episode, guys. Congratulations. You know, I love a clean, flat number. It's a big deal. So congrats. We appreciate it.
0: Thank you very much. Are you one of those people then that when you're turning up the volume on your TV that it has to be at like an even or flat number? Like it has to be at 30 or 35. It can't be at like 33 or something like that.
2: Based on your read about me, what do you think the answer is?
1: Absolutely not. I don't even know why I asked the question. I'm
2: Exceptionally, we were talking about this earlier. I'm exceptionally chaotic. Nothing about me is even or balanced. And, you know, I can appreciate it when I see it, but I'm the type of person that I drive everybody crazy because if I'm microwaving something, I like have to pull it out and leave like seconds on the microwave, and it drives people nuts. So, no, I'm not. I'm not that person. Oh,
1: are you too? I hate that no nothing (laughs) makes me more mad my fiance does that all the goddamn time i'm like what time is it oh it's zero two one that's not a time (laughs) i
2: i mean okay it's because i don't like the sound of the beeper so
1: that's fine just clear it Uh, okay
2: so like my family has the same problem as you do i'm seeking therapy for a lot of things and i'll just write that down on the
0: list We introduced you with a few names there um, which one is more cringe to you um, in terms of you being related to a color of a piece of clothing? We are not gonna let you pick Queen Bee because that is very very easy way out which one is cringier than of the shirt combinations I
2: mean okay so I I have feelings towards both of them. Purple is my favorite color. So, purple jacket feels fine. I mean, hey, you know what? It's the color of royalty. For me, also, we knew that orange was a good luck color of the season. So, like, if you were on the orange team or if you were like wearing orange, we always, or like orange in the elimination, we always felt like it was a good sign. So, um, interesting. Yeah. And I got the coin flip on the elimination. I got the coin flip on the elimination with Carr, and I chose the orange side. So I I don't mind either. Oh.
1: Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I noticed the... Uh, I guess since we're talking about it, the orange yeah. shirts, the orange color in general of the choice this season, um, Kylie really seemed to be the only person wearing the orange. Fully just, embraced it. It was just ugly, right? Like, that's what the consensus was of everyone. We're just wearing gray because the orange is hideous.
2: It was truly horrible. When we received... <laughs> We, so we're all in the hotel and we do all the prep and whatever, and they give us our uniforms and we all have to go try them on together. And like, I go with like Zaza, my, my group is like Zaza and Huhui, like these girls with like perfect bodies. And I'm like seeing this yellow on them and I'm like, my gosh, I guess they're pulling it off. But like, if they can barely pull it off, I sure as hell cannot. (laughs) It was not flattering for my skin tone. It wasn't flattering for my curves and my edges. It was just, there was nothing about it that was doing me any, any justice or service. So I wore gray the whole season, which also isn't my color, but I'd rather be drab and dreary than,
1: you know, an Oompa Loompa, I guess. I, I thought the gray, the gray was nice on everyone. I thought it was a bit more flattering since we're talking clothes. How did you feel about them removing your ability to flex fits in the interviews? I mean, mm. you had to have been pissed. I I love I always sat around waiting to see what free people shirt you were gonna put on for your interview and I didn't get that this season. How did Ugh. you feel about that? It was tragedy half struck when they made a decision to keep us all <laughs> in the same
2: clothes. I don't really understand the rhyme or reason for that. I feel that maybe because some oh. of this cast is uh, has some challenges in the confessional department. Um, they needed to have a, a little bit more creative liberty with how they stitched it together. There you go. Um, there you go. So I feel like that could be the reason, but it, they really, really did me dirty because then I had to wear my hair that exact way the same all the time and the same mm-hmm. jewelry. And I wasn't loving h- h- how my boobs were boobing in that top. And I
1: just... Uh, it just wasn't it. So they didn't tell you?
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. When did they go, "Oh, you're going to have to keep this same fit all season now." And you're like, "Yeah." Okay.
2: So, Wouldn't? so we Wouldn't? had the first, so we had the first thing where we were like in the arena or whatever, and we were wearing. I was wearing like right. a drab top that they en- ended up like I don't know, they they messed it up in the in the wash and it was all funky and I was like, "How can I wear?" Anyways, besides point so after that they were like we want you to bring us three interview tops. I was like okay, whatever. I gave three three options uh. and they chose one of the three. And you'll see you'll notice in some of them like one of them I was talking shit about Raven or saying like I think Raven should go in, I was wearing mm-hmm. a blue top that was not uniform with either my in- first top or my second right. one. So my first interview, that's what they had chosen. And then I guess they didn't like the way it looked and they switched me to something else. So uh, I didn't really expect to be in that the whole godforsaken time, but here we are. I definitely would have done something different
1: with my hair. Uh,
0: I will say you were the person that we realized we cracked the code. Don't say we, here- Steven,
1: you did. I was. I was blissfully unaware.
0: <laughs> you helped me crack the code there. I'll take the credit for it. Um, we're a team. Episode three hundred, but that's all right. I'll take <laughs> some of the credit here. Um but I was like, hey, are they are they just doing these interviews like at the end of the season? This seems incredible. And then you popped up. I'm like, oh my girl's got a tan now. Yeah. Okay. There are, these tan lines are different. And that's what th- I was like. Oh, they're making them wear the same thing. Uh-huh. Investigative journalism, right here at the number one.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, and they got more. They did a good good job on picking picking that up, uh, picking up on that. But they also like they got more particular about it because at first, like I had my I would like push my hair back. Sometimes I'd have it to the side. Sometimes I was wearing the same thing, but it kind of switched up. Then they took yeah. they took pictures of us and they put it in our rooms near where yeah, we would there get you go. ready. That's why you see like Kylan looking mm. at Melissa's photo, whatever. They were so that we could style ourselves oh. exactly the same way every uh, every interview day. So that makes see, sense. See, me and
0: Mixie are sitting here thinking they gave the photo to Kylan so he could fuck the pillow that they attached it yeah, to. Yeah, like That's why else would we it be thinking.
2: laminated? Exactly, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> true, true. The lamination was just on <laughs> Melissa's photo. So we might have to unpack that. <laughs> okay.
1: we don't have enough time to unpack that shit no
0: no (laughs) Um, we don't we don't have time for any of that stuff
1: speaking of unpacking i we need to touch on this because it's kind of just a part of who you are in your own words why do you suck in everyone's mind why does everyone dislike you on social media i'm sure your dms blow up on certain episodes What is, like, the reason? Because to be honest with you, we're not really understanding it. So I'm just curious, in your own words, why do people dislike you?
2: i I got a variety of responses to this question. I think when – well, you know, on Survivor, it's when I started hearing, like, oh, her voice or whatever is annoying. We don't want to hear it. Whatever. I can't change that. Sorry. It's just who I am. Uh, And, like, then it kind of moved into – La- season 38, I got a lot of shit for like maybe not owning up to the decisions that I was making. People were like, she's not strategic at all. She's, a- she's an absolute mess, all this stuff. The mess part has definitely stuck through, but now I'm too strategic where, you know, I'm controlling the house and I'm, you know, this person who- who's in power and they like the underdog story. When I was the underdog, they didn't really like me. Because I was not playing in the best way, and then when I when I'm playing well, they don't like me. So I don't really know. I don't think that there's anything that I can particularly change to make people like me. They just don't like my right. vibe. And you know what I say to that? Catch me on a Friday in Hoboken, honey. I don't think that you'll have a problem with me. It's just <laughs> you know that you you trust me. I'm like I've I've done a lot of self evaluating and I'm like, "Eh, my friends don't seem to mind. My friends seem to think I'm fun, so yeah, I don't know.
0: Can I tell you what I think it is?
1: Sure. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) I think people see you as an outsider of the show and that you're really good at playing the show. You understand how the show works and the strategy of the show, which is evident based off the last two seasons we've seen you on here but they don't like the fact that you're kind of this quote-unquote outsider, that you're coming from this other CBS world, and then they see that as encroaching, almost like you're, not exactly, but you're like a stepmother coming in. They're like, we want our old mom back. Your old mom's got five kids. She's not coming back at this point, okay, guys? She's (laughs) not coming back. They're doing all-stars, all right, or they're going to pop in from time to time or pop up on another podcast. I think that's what it is, and people see it as kind of this – threat to their safe world of what the challenge was but as we've said this season this is what the show is going to be we feel like
2: yeah i don't know i it could it could be that i definitely got a lot of heat in my first season ever as like oh you're a survivor winner so you're automatically a snake and you play this way that way whatever right i don't watch a challenge so i am playing the game i like i feel okay so i always felt this way about survivor 2 i think that if you watch too much of it. You're going to try to fit a niche or a mold or mm-hmm, persona exactly. or style of gameplay that you've seen before. And I intentionally never watched survive. Like I w- used to watch it when I was airing live, but prior I didn't watch things to prep for it because I never wanted to try to have it in my head that I was going to play a certain way based on how it's been played before. And I've played mm-hmm. the challenge the same way. I've just led with, way- which has got me into trouble. Absolutely. Because there are just basic rules that people respect for the challenge that I haven't necessarily followed because I didn't know that there were rules um, or like rules. But I kind of went in just being like, okay, this, this is the, the landscape of the game, and I'm gonna maneuver in it how, how, how I kind of see it for myself. And people are kind mm-hmm. of not used to not used to that sort of strategic survivor. I guess snaky, but also you do what has, has to be done in order to, to get you and your friends and your Alliance members to the end. You create, you know, so yeah, I think that that could partially be it. I don't know if that makes sense, but.
1: It does. From my point of view, I feel like it's more about who you were attached with. I feel like a lot of people very strongly dislike Jay. Um, if anybody's getting more heat than you are it's jay um so at least you're not on the top of the list congratulations uh did you enjoy being viewed as like a package deal with jay is that something that you were like prepared for going in are you still planning on kind of playing like that if he is in another season with you sort of like how how is the jay of it all kind of involved in this because i do think it's a big part of it
2: it's definitely been tricky um, I would say even going into Rider Dies, it was tricky. Our relationship. Prior to Rider or Dies, yes, we had a very strong relationship. You can see that we're not just two people that were slung into a pair together. We have a lot of history. And mm-hmm. some of that is good and some of that is very turbulent. You know, like I joke around in, in Ride or Dies like, Oh, I think our biggest issue is gonna be our communication. He cuts me off as I'm saying communication. I'm like, this is our issue, you know? <laughs> like like <laughs> it has been sort of this very up and down, you know, we dated for a bit, we broke up, that wasn't great. We've kind of had like like in really big ins and out, ins and falling out. So we're mm-hmm. we sort of came into Rider Dies with a very turbulent relationship, which has then Sort of over the years, manifested into like a love and respect for each other, and like a prioritizing each other, which I think is something that uh, I was kind of lacking when we were in our relationship, and that's that was a big problem for us. As this game progressed, I felt that his like I, I felt that again, where his uh, prior, prioritization of me was kind of falling again, and that's when I started to get a bit like, this is not a you game, this is an us game. And if you're going and making deals, you know, saying that you want to throw Horacio and Kylan in without talking to me, I understand you think you're protecting me because um, you think that if I know I'm going to have blood on my hands, but really it makes me look in the dark because either way, I'm going to be linked to the decisions that you make. It's about talking. No matter what. No matter what. So you think you're protecting me, but ultimately Horacio and Kylan are holding a resentment towards me for this. And I didn't know anything about it. Whereas I would have supported you either way, but you know, I want to talk through the options to make sure that you see we see all sides of it before you just jump the gun mm-hmm. and you talk to Manuel and Corey and Callum and all of these guys about the decision that you're going to make. So uh, I think our communication started to crumble, and that's where we're seeing conflicts between our relationship. And I don't know where that necessarily leads us for the future i think we'll always be friends and i think we'll always i'll always have his back a thousand percent but
1: um mm-hmm. it's tough i mean he called you a little brat the last episode so i don't know if you caught that one but that was nice he at, throughout the season just kind of got deeper and deeper deeper with his like arrogance and like i i saw a lot and i also agreed the way that he was talking to you towards the end of the, your time it just it wasn't the best look so it wasn't it. It, it wasn't, wasn't it. it. Yeah. Um, I
0: was just like I, my god like you guys aren't adversaries. You know what's going on here? You're talking to her like she's an idiot.
1: Is he like receptive to you being like, "Hey, you're being an asshole?" Or does he get like more defensive and more of an asshole?
2: I think he <laughs> I wouldn't say he's recep- necessarily like receptive of it. That's not uh-huh. what I that's not really how we were, I, honestly, I could be a fucking bitch to him too sometimes. And he's like, I don't like the way that you talked down. Like he's very good at like taking time to process being like, I didn't like the way that you talked down to me in that conversation. He'll pull me away from other people because I'll do it mm-hmm. in front of people. I'll be like, Jay, shut the fuck up. Like whatever. <laughs> and i be like, I didn't like that. And he'll be like, here's, you know, so he is in that sense. We have good communication. Notice when the, when our conversation devolved, it was just when we were alone. He waited until Berna was there in order for us to have an like transparent conversation. And yes, did I love the way he talked to me in that? No, but I think he was frustrated with the fact that I wanted something different than what he wanted, and he right. felt like I was not having his back in defending him because I was defending the girls. And in my eyes, I was like, well, for me, I found out a week ago that we weren't all on the same page. So I'm not defending them and not defending you. I'm defending us as a unit, which is what I thought how I thought we were playing the game. So sometimes it can get spicy between us. That's that our relationship has always been like that. But um, at the end of the day, I know that I think that his intention for me is traditionally really positive.
0: As we're watching as the audience at home, it it, it appeared, and what it sounds like you're saying is it, it appeared that You guys had a huddle up all the time where every single decision is being made. And what it sounds like you're saying, just to clarify, is there was a bunch of stuff that he was doing without you being aware and maybe doing things too late or making deals. And then you're like, bro, you got to like, I'm trying to work with you here. It's supposed to be me, you, and then we're going. But you can't do this other shit and not let me know. So Mm -hmm. he was doing stuff that you were unaware of. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, a lot of the girls felt this way. This was not just me. You know, we would get – so a lot of the times decisions would be made and we would be the scapegoats. Oh, the the girls as a unit have decided that this is what we need to do, whatever. It's like, okay, so you don't want the blood on your hands. Like even decisions we made as a group, it was like the girls Mm – you'll notice early in the season, the girls decided this, the girls – it was like, what are you talking about? You just don't want it to fall back on you because you want all of your relationships right. to look good. And it's really easy to just blame all the girls. But as the season progressed, this unit of like Jay, Emmanuel, um, Corey, and Callum when he was in, in the game, were you know, they all shared a room together and they all had these sort of grow ups. They figured out their targets, Orazio being number one, Kylan being in there, and they were just like guns in their direction. And that was never relayed to me. It was relayed to Berna. It was relayed to Mariah. But I think because of my relationship with Olivia and Norris, um, that right. was never passed to yeah. me. And I actually found that out through Mariah, which is why then I had a conversation with Jay being like, why was I not in the loop on this? And, mm-hmm. um, and yet we see Horacio oftentimes blaming me for, for that decision and I mean, hey, you know what? It is what it is. I'll take the blame for anything that happens in our alliance because, you know, it just it, it is what it is. I can't change your mind. But I was getting frustrated that I was not like, I have a discussion with me about it because I can pro and con list you. And then we wouldn't devolve into the place that we devolved into. So uh, yeah, it was a little bit frustrating. But I think that's also where the conversation where he's like, I've protected you this whole game. That's where that conversation is stemming from, because he's like, I'm saying that I am frustrated with some moves that he's been making behind my back, and he's like, I don't care. I've been protecting you, so that's more context maybe oh, okay. to, to that decision, that conversation.
1: That that makes more sense. Yeah. So he
0: was saying like I was doing this stuff kind of behind your back, so you you didn't have you could have some plausible deniability of what was going on.
2: Exactly, like, and I
0: was I was doing that for us to get further, and then you not have to like. Make an incredibly tough decision between these people that we know you like. You can just be like, I didn't know shit. And Jay's like, hey, I did this for you. That's kind of what we're saying here.
2: Yes, exactly. And I think that that's the missing piece that people aren't seeing because automatically Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to tell him is that no matter, I get that. I get that emotionally you're trying to protect me from, because also I'm a very emotional person. He knows that this would irritate me bother me i'd probably have feelings towards it that he probably didn't want to have to deal with as well um (laughs) like that's that's probably don't want to deal with Uh, women's feelings (laughs) i mean i mean honestly (laughs) you know i think he's he knows when certain things might cause some sort of meltdown for me and tries to sort of protect me from myself as well in some ways so i think that his intention was good but what i was trying to say to him is like but either way I'm getting looped in with the decision so I plausible deniability or not people don't believe me because people think that I know what's going on yeah. and when I don't I look stupid as fuck.
1: yeah that makes that makes sense I, I I do you actually just led me into something perfectly. We love a good Michelle down and as you just said, there's <laughs> warning signs. Yes. Sometimes we need a bit of a warning so we can board up the windows and the doors. What can we look out for as a viewer to know that Hurricane Michelle down is on its way to
0: touch land? We got to get our bottled water ready. We have to make sure we have all the batteries and the flashlights, (laughs) you know, all the things that we need. That's fair. Fill the bathtub
2: with water. You know, I get it. Oh, Uh yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just
0: all the essentials, you know, your go bag. You got your portable chargers ready. You know, all of it.
2: I hear you. Okay, so traditionally,
1: what um, when the Michelle down? I like
0: that you started that by saying traditionally one of these it's is so
1: professional. Like she really does know what the what the, the points are. It's Like talking they to a do,
0: meteorologist. Traditionally, they're going to be coming in from this way, and the storm surge is what you really need to be afraid of. There's
2: a northern wind coming in from the west, and when that moves, yeah 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 a lower wind. No, um, okay, so. <laughs> I, I think that there's a few <laughs> warning signs that you can look for. The first being uh, some sort of emotional decision that I have to make in the game that I know strategically is probably smart, but emotionally doesn't match with how I feel about the person. And then there's guilt underlying there. Got it. Okay? Uh, time uh-huh. that I'm stuck in a position where there's like, people that I'm working with on this side want me to do one thing and people on this side want me to do another Mm. and I'm stuck in the middle and I have to make a decision that's going to hurt one side and then the other. That's definitely a big one. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Anytime that somebody kind of uh, calls me out, comes for my character or is mad at me in some way that then Mm. I have to live in a house with them and be surrounded by them and their negativity all the time, that is it. That's like one of the ones that are like brewing for days and it's like a storm. It's like a, it's Uh like a, a category three when it hits Florida. And then by the time that it gets to New Jersey, somehow it's a category five, it starts at a low and then it sort of builds and builds and (laughs) builds. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that is a combination of time and uh, knowing that somebody hates me that I have to live with. And then that, that sort of brews in that way. So yeah. Basically people's emotions. I, I I very um I pick any sort of empathic thing usually leads me mm-hmm. to uh, the meltdown.
1: Okay. Is there any sprinkling Ooh. of Berna Bertha involved in that? A little mm, shower Bertha of Berna Bertha could be This uh, is this a is part
2: this is truly I mean this is like empa- like <laughs> empathy one oh one is that she had my feelings in a chokehold yes. because she really played on like like my emotional, uh, she's like, you're my number one. I need you. I love you. You're my queen. And I'm like, shit, I have to protect her at all costs. Even though basically every <laughs> conversation that I had with her was really turbulent. It usually, it usually started with her uh, no way. scolding me in some way, telling me a, <clears throat> a slew of series of things that I was doing wrong in regards to her or our relationship or minimizing her feelings or anything like that. And then yeah. you get to a place of peace. And then- And then it would somehow I misread something or, you know, it was like, I would try to say the right thing. That didn't work. I would try to fight back. That didn't work. I would try to just apologize. That didn't work. So there was no real thing (laughs) except just letting her run it, run it out, run its course. And then you could kind of go
1: back away in peace, you know? Yeah. Like letting a, letting a toddler have their tantrum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah go burn off all the energy, start yelling through the house mm-hmm. and then do that. I just hope you got like an extra hourly rate for the babysitting. Like they, you got your like check and then they were like, oh, you know, this line item is not overtime. It's Burn a Bertha watch. You know, <laughs> yeah. just the next, oh, that's where that extra cash came from. Oh, that's really nice that they just chucked some extra money in there.
2: I didn't know like what I could do. What I, I didn't know what I was doing right. wrong and I didn't know what I could do to make it better. Like she was like, you know, I know I'm protecting the game, but you're not giving me enough personal attention or you're give, like you're good in this way, but you're bad in this way. And I'm like, I don't know what I can do to, 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 to help here. Like I'm doing, I'm, I am spread. Yeah. I was spread so thin. I felt coming off of USA two into this environment. Like I felt like I was like emo- being emotionally terrorized and, the thing is, is that I do yeah. have love for her. So I was like, really just kind of like, what am I doing? What can I do right?
0: What you're nothing? explaining is a lot of people driving around listening to the number one right now, being like, That's how I feel about every relationship I'm in with the significant <laughs> other. What yeah. can I do? They don't feel like I'm doing enough. I'm doing too much. You won't <laughs> listen to me. I'm doing and people people will probably listen to that like, that's the conversation I have with my significant other. Every day. That's what happens in my brain every single day.
2: I was, you know, I was in a relationship with Berna. I didn't know. I didn't know I was in a relationship <laughs> with her, but I fully exactly. was.
1: Yeah. You were. My favorite part of it was every time I saw Berna Bertha having some sort of meltdown at any point in the season, you were in the corner. <laughs> like, you were just kind of, like, being like, okay. Like, you're sort of there just to make sure it doesn't go too far, but also, like, letting her feel like she was getting her... her yes voice heard it was just so funny every single time like when she was going at it with kylan you're just like in like the corner of the screen just kind of like waiting to make sure you were like
0: bernabiertha secret service i thought you were her secret service agent and you were just gonna like pull her when the threat got too high you're like (laughs) ma'am we have to go ma'am we have to go
2: it's you know a lot of like so the 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 fight that she had with melissa all this stuff she had been having Mm -hmm. a meltdown to me privately prior to that and so I saw the storm cloud coming, and then it and then it went into the the fight that it did, and then me and Manuel kind of like sweeped up the pieces after they just show Emmanuel. but this was a long, long conversation that the three of us had in in the back, like you know, trying to talk through it. so a lot of times it was just I honestly felt bad that she was going through like such personal stuff that obviously seemed to mm-hmm. be sort of triggering her and cascading into the game and her not feeling important or worthy or, or understood or all of these things. So I was just trying to like bring her in and make her feel better. And that somehow ended up just kind of making me feel worse. And, um, yeah, it was like an emotion. It was like emotional drain. The more that I gave, like the more taxed I felt and frustrated with her. I felt.
0: But I feel like you're that person for everyone. Am I wrong in Mm -hmm. that? I feel like you're. You're for lack of a better term, like the house mom, like people come to you and be like, I got this issue. I just need to vent. Is that something that you feel? Do you think you're good in that position? Or is that like, hey guys, like is there anybody else that can take this off my shoulders? I got a lot going on here, please. (laughs) Like I'm doing a lot. I don't need all of your problems too, for Christ's sake.
2: I think that it's a role that I step into in like my regular life as well. So it's not really Hmm. (laughs) – And also like I unload on people too. I'm very like – I very – I don't know. You guys could probably pick up on this quickly. But like I will just be vulnerable like right off the bat. Like I really don't have any problem like digging in deep, asking the tough questions, like getting to the core of it. And so I give give a lot of myself to people. And usually I expect sort of that also in return. So I set myself up for it in a lot of ways. Um, I would say (laughs) truly – And and this
0: again is yeah because you're you're like hey I did all this for you and then you just like ghost me you don't even say hi in the hallway or you're gonna do something that doesn't yeah I can see how that's just again you're people listening to this I feel like are gonna see that you're much more relatable now than I think they've seen you before because you're mentioning things that I think you're doing it on a television show. People are doing this in their regular everyday lives with nothing else on the line. And then you have to do it where there's cameras and money involved and all that type of shit. So,
2: yeah, I think these are, you know, these are my friends. And, and everybody jokes like, oh, she has so many friends in this game. And it's like, yes, but they're my friends because I played a lot of seasons with them. And you have to understand yeah. that watching back the show is a very taxing experience. And so after Spies, Lies, and Allies, like, you know, Berna's calling me to, like vent about an episode or me and emmanuel had a had a relationship Corey has been my partner before and me and him talk and text every day like emotionally i have been there and they've been there for me and same thing with like olivia and narice and mariah and so really like the they are actually my friends because they've been we've emotionally been through it inside and outside of the house and i've maintained those relationships i don't just get out of the house and i'm like yeah, you mean nothing to me. I'm like, we're going through now the Mm -hmm. experience of like watching it back, getting the hate. I'm going to check in on you if I see something like on social media or anything just to make sure you're okay on like a basic human level. And so the trickle in effect from that in the game and then also like, you know, if Berna is going through something or Norice is going through something or Olivia is going through something, that's also how I respond in the game. Same with Corey. So then, you know, it, it ends up being this whole big... Alliance clusterfuck, but that was not my intent. It was just like, <laughs> it was just more that I, it's,
0: per, it's the perfect, yeah, perfect way of saying it. It's a clusterfuck. We've <laughs> talked about on the show multiple times. You know, there, there's when when eighty percent of the house is an alliance. It's not an alliance. <laughs> like there's just you can't have alliance with everybody on the show. It's just way too many people.
2: But like when you look, when you look, when you look at who is running the final right now, like. Is that not my whole alliance, basically? Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. People,
0: people want to go Jay's shit, Michelle's shit. I'm like, they got their whole team there. Isn't that the point? Yeah. Isn't that the point? I mean, you know, obviously
2: that obviously we lost like Ed, who mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> that was at the the hands of a purge and me, and that was at the hands of a purge. But I mean, right. Who else really in our alliance? I mean, I guess you could say Chauncey. I guess, but
1: oh my god, I forgot he was on the show. <laughs> I did,
0: too. Sorry, Chauncey.
2: We had conflict with him because of things that he had said about all of us, like prior to the game. Yeah. So really we like who from mm-hmm. our Alliance did we actually lose? Um, yeah. So yeah, people can hate on it. How, how can you be in an Alliance with half the house, whatever, but my half of the house that I was in Alliance with all made it to the end. So I don't really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I want to say real quick before Mixie asks the next question. Uh, in about 15 minutes for the, you guys listening, we will have somebody else joining us really quickly. As as just a a special guest for episode three hundred. Michelle doesn't know. Uh, Michelle does not know. So we have an extra. We have a surprise (laughs) for her too. At this point, it's all good. It's all great. So it's fine. It's It's all
1: fantastic. It's
0: all. Listen, you're gonna be fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Okay. I have such a
2: long list of people that would not be fine if they show up here. So. I would have loved a little four. Maybe they're
1: you know on the list. Maybe they're not on the list. That
2: that bud that Bud Light is starting to feel a bit more urgent now.
0: <laughs> it
1: is. Do you
2: need to go get it? Uh, go
0: get the Bud Light. Go. We'll, we'll, go do, a, bud we'll bud do a look, little, we'll I do a little we'll do a little song and dance.
2: I te- I texted my sister, being like, "Can you get Can you get me a Bud Light?" She's like, "I'm walking, Draco. Is this really a priority?" Yes, it is a priority.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> it is now. A priority. It is okay. Now it is. Get you guys know, have me nervous. All right, hold on. Yes. Oh, two cans.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck yeah!
2: I brought. Well, I brought options. Okay, because I didn't know where we were going and I didn't know how serious this guest was going to be. So I figured I'd bring you options. So I have a Loverboy Cosmo. It's very
1: serious. Oh, yes. And
2: oh, that's,
0: I've never seen that before.
2: That feels like very a delicious. more.
0: This is just a canned Cosmo.
2: Yes, and okay. it feels I think like that's the go—the more, <laughs> more intense option of the two. And then a Bud Light is a
1: classic, you know.
0: Right, right. I don't know. Got to have the Bud Light in the fridge. Yeah,
1: I would go Lover Boy. Okay, personally, I don't know if that makes you more nervous for who's coming, but that would be my go-to on this. I mean, I don't know. I've
2: heard it all. I've heard it all now. You know, this morning I got <laughs> this morning I got a notification that uh, that Horacio and and Norris did a podcast, and that Horacio called me a witch in it. So. I don't know what I thought I was cool with the Rossio. Now I found out that he apparently hates me and that I'm a witch. So I don't know what I have a long list of people that apparently I have issues with. that <laughs> I didn't even know I had issues with. So
1: let's just hope that this is not one of those. people. I didn't even know he could say things like that.
0: I know. Challenge producers right now are listening to this podcast being like, why couldn't he say anything like that during the interviews that we had him in for? <laughs> like, hey, all we were asking for him to do.
1: If 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 anything, you're pretty much a guarantee on a rival season. So uh-huh. yeah. there you go. T- hey. Hey. <laughs> all,
2: all they have to do is line up line up anybody who I've ever played with. Just close my eyes <laughs> and I could be like
1: you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just that around. one season where there was like everybody was like, I feel like this is rivals when they got there and they started picking people and then they're like, well, it could be any of these people. I've double crossed all of these people. They don't <laughs> like me. It's going to be you this time. Yeah. I
2: know. But I All do right. have a lot of friends. I swear I do have a lot of friends. I just. Seem I believe you do. Be- I believe you. <laughs> it seems to be exceptionally polarizing. Like people literally hate me so passionately, or they're like my best friend. It. I seem to can't not be able to find a middle ground.
0: It's almost like you're describing Taylor Swift.
2: Oh my God. Honey. <laughs> <me>. Honey. <laughs> <me. laughs> i'm in my lover era my reputation era okay
0: i was that that was okay so you're in reputation slash lover right now that's where you're at right now
2: i would say my reputation probably since you know it seems a bit more yeah seems a bit more accurate but i'm heading it i'm hopefully heading into my lover era
0: we, like we that. love that we like
2: for to you. Hear that. Thank you.
1: Um, speaking of Taylor Swift and all of her boys that she likes to
0: have oh, around. Oh, Jesus.
1: Oh, um, Jesus. Let's talk about your show, Hey. Uh, <laughs> what is it?
0: <laughs> you said lover, Harris, so or you started it. Damn it. What I is really it
1: good. about uh, guys with face tattoos? Can you break this down for me? Because it was Emmanuel and now it's Callum. Is it a thing that you knew that you were into? Is it a recent discovery? Is it just a coincidence that they both are (laughs) covered in face tattoos? What's the deal?
2: I don't know. I have done a lot of self-reflection about this, okay? And what I Mm -hmm. realize realize is that it takes a certain amount of confidence and swagger to – have to have tattoos on your like a bunch of tattoos on your body in the first place right i feel like that's kind of totally. this edgy there's kind of this like edginess now once it creeps up to the face it's a very questionable decision to make you know it's like wow i'm really making <laughs> i'm really confident enough in myself that yeah. i really just said i'm gonna do it is a permanent move forever it's forever it's <laughs> forever so I think it takes a lot of swag and confidence to be able to do that. And I tend to gravitate in my, you know, everybody who I've ever dated has looked very, very different, but the one kind of mm-hmm. universal thread is that they have like a level of confidence and like persona when they walk in the room and even a Madwell and, yes. and um, Callum are very, very different, but they definitely have that kind of confidence about them. Um, some would take mm-hmm. cockiness and arrogance, but it depends on who you ask. Um, and And they, yeah, so I think that that's really the underlying reason. But it turns out that most people with face tattoos, not only are they confident, but they're, you know, they're really, really not great with girls.
1: Well, they're also cheaters.
0: Yeah, they're cheaters. They might have girlfriends at home, you know. Some might say that.
1: We're not saying that. Some might say that. Some might say that. I know. I was,
2: I literally looked, I looked in the room and like, at one point, I actually, like, started crying and really scolded Jay about this. But there was a point where I came into the room, and it was, like, Emmanuel, Jay, and Callum all sitting there talking about me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so weird. And Jay was like, look, worst it's, nightmare. it's your ex, it's your recent ex, and it's your future ex. And I was like, right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so here's what we're going to do this week, boys. Get in line. Get in line. <laughs>
0: I'm going to just go jump in the pool and put some weights on my ankles. I'll see you guys later. (laughs) Exactly. God.
2: That's incredible. Exactly. But to be honest with you, I worked with all of them. I mean, I love – Lord knows I I love an ex. Cool with your exes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say. I was about to say it it works out well for you. I know you had – I think you had mentioned somewhere else that you had not officially known that he was seeing somebody until it aired. Mm Mm-hmm confirm you can confirm that report yeah
2: so um i had like a podcast or like like a podcast some of the podcasters get the the episodes a little bit early and so somebody reached out to me being like hey did you know and i was like ah uh. i did not know and i was like what do you mean
1: <laughs> i'm finding out right now
2: <laughs> and you know they they like it was it was the really the thing that really got me was like the FaceTime portion where it was like, you literally are telling her you love her and you're. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was such a fucking bold faced lie that what he did and he, he tries to skirt around it and say like, well, we weren't that serious, whatever. Like, well then you're lying to me or you're lying to her. One of them one of those things mm-hmm. is true because they can't both be true. You're telling me that it's not that big of a deal. You're telling her that you love her and you're in a relationship with her. So you're lying to somebody here. And Right. Yeah, I felt so I felt so fucking deceived because the lengths that he went yeah. to to make me feel that we were in a relationship, I would push him away and he would go to extreme lengths to pull me back. If he, if he sensed even a slight, slight distance or cold shoulder from me, he would go into overtime, you know, making me pancakes, making mm. me dinner, bringing me coffee every day, making sure that if I didn't sit by him in the bus, he would come by me and be like, why aren't you sitting by me? Like it, he had to be, if he didn't see me for an hour because I was in an interview, he'd be like, where's Michelle? At? I haven't seen you all morning. If I didn't want to sleep with him because You know, I don't like sleeping with people the day before a challenge because I want to get rest and whatever. He's like, I don't like that. Like, you should be sleeping with me every night. Like, he just went – he oversold to the point that that's called a love bomb. Mm. Don't fucking love bomb me. When when I'm trying to create boundaries, hey, you know what? There's a point where it's like this could be just like a sort of a fling thing and that's fine. But don't start creating life plans. Like, don't sell me a life plan if you have somebody at home. And like, you know, I know better than that, but at the same time, when somebody's consistently to the point that everybody's like, whoa, this is, this is the standard. It's like Michelle and Callum are a hundred percent in it. You know what I mean? Like everybody knew, Mm -hmm. it just felt like it was over the top. Like why? Like why do
1: it? Yeah. Overcompensating, it seems like.
2: Yeah. And his girlfriend reached out to me being like, uh, you know, he told me that that he was using you for the game. I'm trying to figure out what's the truth and what's not. And I'm like, girl, I don't even know what to tell you. Because if, yeah. he, w- if he was, if he was, then that is such such next level deception. And, mm-hmm. you know, I opened up to him about things going on with my family and my brother and, and um, past relationships, especially with like Emmanuel and Jay and all of that. So he knew who pe- how people in the house had burned me, how much I had my guard up, like and he really did everything to try to break all my walls and my guards down and then use that against me. It oh, was that. just so fucked.
0: Diabolical.
2: No, actually actually diabolical. Truly.
1: I I, I hate that for you. I'm so that, sorry that you had to deal with that.
0: I can't believe like the lengths like there's obviously, you know, the, the polydicking and stuff like that. That was a coin a phrase that was coined. But like this seems like, oh, let me like full on wife you, but it being for the game. Like there's there's like a there's like levels we can do this at that's been pretty far established on this show. Yes. But, but
2: also, but also like, you know, the the thing is, if you ask any other person who is living in the house, all of them were shocked by it. All of them. And yeah. with the exception, I think, yeah. Jay. Jay and Jay says, oh, I, I knew something was going on. I was like, well, you know what? You could have sat me down and talked to me about it then.
1: And <laughs> there's Jay with his communication skills, you and, know, just killer.
2: No, really. And he's on
0: trend. He's on trend. <laughs> at least he's consistent with it.
2: Yeah. And I was just like, this is just so you're right. It's it's diabolical. And the truth is, is that at least what, what I think is you see with a man, well, he ran through every girl in that house. Sorry, hate to say it. But really... I mean, he yeah. did. And all of the girls knew what was going on and they were able to make a conscious decision of whether or not they wanted to pursue it. And so, mm-hmm. listen, I, I think he knows that I wouldn't have because I really am very, very like a boundary person. So maybe that's why yep. he kept it from me, but at least give me the opportunity to choose whether or not that's something that I am okay with. And it's the lies, it's the deception, it's the depth of it that is just so diabolical, really.
1: Well then, now that you know all this information, it probably felt good to know that Devin got him out of the house. Like that hadn't yeah. been just that your buddy came in and was like, "Hey, fuck you! Come down here and count balls. You can't count."
2: Yeah. So what's so funny? I was. Hey, we're, so- good, we're gonna
0: count how many girlfriends you have at home. One. End. <laughs> you're out. Get the fuck out.
2: Five. I was so mad at Devin because when, so everybody's like, "Oh, you should have you should have protected Callum," and I literally said, "I was like." Don't say Callum, and he goes. I think I'm going to say ca- Callum. A battle for Michelle's heart, like in, as he said, a battle for Michelle's heart in a joking way. And they didn't air it, and I was like, thank God they didn't air oh, that because God. whatever it would have been so cringe.
1: Rumors, uh-huh. rumors, oh the
2: rumors, the nastiness. That's a Salt Lake City quote. But anyway,s yeah. um, so so you know he. So I was so mad at him. And I was like, what the fuck, Devin? He goes, cry me a river, Shelly, like being such an asshole to me too. So I was like, (laughs) fuck, Devin. I can't – I I was really ready to write him off. So I get home. I'm in the hotel uh, after being purged. And I I turn my phone on. He's like my first call. He must have been reading the spoilers or something. Like, you know, calls me right Uh away. And he's like, I did time with him at – like after – and he fully has a girlfriend, Michelle. Da, 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 da. And I was like, no fucking way he does not. I thought Devin was lying to me. I wasn't talking to Devin at the time. Like I stopped talking to him. He's like, You're avoiding me, all this stuff. I'm like, fuck you. And then all this uh, happens and I literally I'm like, Devin, I love you so much. You're the best. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh geez, God, I love it.
0: I could just see him doing all this. I mean, what what yes. a hero? What a hero to do that for you mm-hmm. when you don't need it. What a great friend. Because sometimes friends have to step in when there's something bad going on in your relationship. They just need to bring it to light and be like, listen, I'm trying to help you. You don't see it now, but I'm trying to help you. And then he did the whole the whole thing with Mariah as well. Be like, I think she's fucking that giant guy over there. And then that started all that. So honestly, what a hero he is to all he, of us.
1: He is. He God bless uh, Devin.
2: He's a hero. (laughs) He's my hero, truly. You know, I've thanked him a million times (laughs) since then. In fact, I should probably send him a bouquet of flowers or something like that. But he really It might be nice. But what I will say is like when Callum left, I was so sad. I was so sorrowful. But then like just as quickly as you can grow attachment in the house, like your attention shifts and pivots. I think I needed him in the beginning of the game. I really do, because USA was so serious and he allowed me to take my mind off things and have fun and be playful and like mm-hmm. focus on that. It made me miss home mm-hmm. a little bit less. Cause like I had a distraction when he left, it was like, now the game is truly gearing up. Michelle, you need to be locked in because tough decisions need to be made. So it kind of like handled itself in some ways. Like it kind of felt like him going home. was the perfect time because my focus and attention needed to be back on the game and so um, yeah. it all happened the way that it should have. You don't
0: really need your attention dragged to somebody who's just been on the show for the first time ever. You know, yeah. you really that's really gonna potentially hurt you if you're, you know, you're trying to save somebody else who again Isn't might be British yes. and's not in your alliance. And I you know, out. not that anybody else on the show would do that. Not that anybody else on the show would do anything. Nobody of those would type
2: ever do that. But you and I, was, or
0: be like, why do we have to do the dirty work? This is unacceptable, as far as I'm concerned.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say again. I will say nobody that I, would do that. Nobody would no. ever do that. I would hate that. Um, no. But I will say that from the beginning, from the jump, I literally said to Callum, "I was like, I will not be telling you all everything that I know. Don't press me. Don't pry me. Don't try to right. manipulate. Don't try to sway my decision making." I'll do what I can so that it's not you, but there c- will come a point, And I said this to him multiple times. Yeah. There will come a point that I will vote you in. And I never tried mm-hmm. to sugarcoat it. He knows that everybody like, you know, it's a topic of conversation at reunion that it, it was like, I never tried to say that I would, I was going to protect him in any way. Um, that being said, there was a challenge where it was like, uh, it was like two triangles over water. I, I don't remember, but it it was like him or James, I thought, and, yes. Im- and Emmanuel ended up going in. And I had asked Kylan and Horacio to please not put in Callum. But I didn't know that that meant mm-hmm. that it was going to fall mm-hmm. on Emmanuel. And so that's when I had this reality check of like me trying to protect him, just cause somebody else that I truly am aligned with to go in. Yeah. Without me knowing the full information. So that's when I started to think, hey, this is mm-hmm. dangerous, you know? So yeah. yeah.
0: If Only other people could take some of that <laughs> advice and just see what else was going on. You we'll know what I mean? We'll get there, Stephen. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. I've been told uh, we we have to push ten minutes down the line. Yes, the ten person's minutes down the line. Ten minutes down turns. the line. Okay, 10, ten minutes down the line. So, okay. so
1: we'll, we'll play a quick game while we wait.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Fuck Mary, kill. Okay, yeah. Callum, Cassidy,
0: or this photo that I just sent you in your DMs
1: that you have in your DMs that will now be shown on screen. As
0: soon as you open it, we'll show it on the screen. <laughs>
2: Ew, oh, my God. Okay, kill that, whatever that is.
1: <laughs> that's a a you and J. That's U and J.
2: Who made You're that?
1: Wild. Who made that? I don't know. I found it on the internet.
2: <laughs> that's That's floating around on the internet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was my reaction to it as well. <laughs> Oh,
2: my God.
1: It's quite a creature, isn't it? Ew.
0: What's this person's name? If we had to name this person <laughs> right now, what is this person's name? I don't and know. And again.
2: It's giving Tammy. Oh, it's giving
1: Tammy. I like Tammy. Okay. I like Tammy. Fuck, fuck, Mary. kill. Callum, <laughs> Cassidy, or Tammy?
2: Honestly, kill Tammy. Um, <laughs> fuck Callum, because... You know what, I did good. And uh, Mary Cassidy. (laughs) If I could really choose, I would fuck Cassidy and Mary Cassidy,
0: kill the rest. I think we all were. (laughs) I will join you in that. I was very jealous. Um, I was like, "Uh, just another L for me. Michelle's over here doing all the things I want to do.
2: Bro, honestly. (laughs) I'm just
0: sitting here watching it at home.
2: When I fall into a dark place, I think of that glorious moment. But honestly, I wasn't even initiating it. She really (laughs) just dipped down and just started making out with me. It was the most unexpected thing. I said, hey, who am I? If the universe wants this for me, who am
1: I to deny the universe? You know? What a sweet little tasty treat, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) How great. How great for you. Just You're sitting there minding your own business, having a lovely drink relaxing in the house mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden this angel's just like hey you want to do this <laughs> okay well why not
1: i know let's well, go i know it was wild <laughs> i just got a text steven it seems as though our surprise guest is okay yeah ready they're, so they're
0: about to join here we, we go her we in. might hear the audio first okay it's a girl for the video okay, it's
1: a girl so Joining the podcast, we would all like to welcome Laurel. Hey, what's up?
0: No, we're just fucking <laughs> with you. This is an audio clip I got. <laughs> just out of here.
1: No one's coming. No one's coming.
0: No one's coming. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We had to do
1: it. Oh
2: I'm my so god. Hard. Oh my god. I kind of have to pee. I I feel like I just let a little pee out. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. I hate you guys. I'm sorry. We had to no, do it. No other podcast to do with that shit.
2: I was like, does she know I'm here? Should I just be quiet <laughs> if she doesn't know that I'm in the podcast? Like, I, I literally – you don't understand the, the layers I'm of the thought straight. process that I just went through from, like, how am I going to handle this? <laughs> what do I say? Do I introduce myself? Do I shut up? Do I pretend I lost contact?
0: Oh, I thought we were cool with Mixie and Steve. They're gonna just drop this shit on me.
1: Fuck me like <laughs> this. I literally
2: was like I was literally like I can I can pretend my internet <sighs> went
0: out,
2: you know, fall off the Yeah, table. you could've. Wow, you guys are cruel cool and fucked up.
0: I'm using this old janky computer. <laughs>
1: That's why I want to do a little drunk and then we we're gonna drop that and then uh, God. <laughs> That's it. We won't do anything else mean. Okay, um, thank you. where yeah. are you oh, no, with her? Good. Have you have you guys talked? I'm assuming you talked at the reunion. I'm sure that, that was a mm. whole fucking thing.
0: Talk might be a strong word. There might have been just screaming words thrown out into the ether. Yeah.
2: You know, I think that dare I say we've rounded a corner?
0: <laughs> no. Oh.
2: No,
1: guys, no. Maybe
0: a base? Maybe first base?
2: No,
1: nope. no, no, oh, I no, no. Um, I think no. it turns from haters to lovers. I think that's 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 what I'm foreseeing. I
2: really have tried to push. I've really tried to push that with her as well. I said, "Listen, I I understand. Maybe you don't like me right now. Do we need to kiss it out? Like, because I I am in that era right mm. now, and I'm. But mm-hmm. um, no. But I think that I I don't. I think she doesn't understand me, and I think Laurel mm. rejects yeah. anything that she doesn't necessarily understand, and so um that's fair like and also I think that I have a lot of like signs of weakness that I don't view as weaknesses but she might like the way that I Mm -hmm. am really emotional over like people or circumstances or whatever she's like just stand on it and be like what strong and I'm like yeah this is like there's strength also in vulnerability and and like I get it nobody wants to have meltdowns all the time but like also sometimes like feel all the things and something in, in, my regular life, I don't think that that makes me somebody who is deserving of critique or like hatred in the game. Mm-hmm. I can understand how that might rub you the wrong way or whatever it is. But, um, I think generally things that she doesn't like about me are things that make me a really good friend in real life and I can't change her perception. So, and I've realized, yeah. you know, I've tried to find a middle ground with her, I have tried kind of fighting back. I tried sort of every avenue and there's really no there's really no way that I can make her uh, appreciate the type of person I am. So at this point you just have to give up and say maybe maybe it's maybe it's not me. It's you or you know, an issue about something about me really just gets under your skin and you don't like me and that's something mm-hmm. I can't change. So I just need to stop like mm-hmm. trying, you know. Yeah. Which is sad cuz I always I always want to get along with people. I don't want to have like this underlying vendetta that like feels like something that is so doesn't, it's not necessary to have a vendetta with somebody Mm -hmm. like that really like on a personal level, I have no issue with, but she seems to have a personal issue with me. And so I'm just like letting it ride and she can, the ball's in her court as far as I'm concerned. Yeah.
0: I think that's a good thing. Maybe there's room for growth in the future. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is. I certainly hope so.
2: I said I'm like, Laura, I'll buy so. you flowers. Yeah, you guys would be on. a killer duo. I'm like, I'll buy you flowers. We'll get along. Every time I've hung up, out with her, I hung out with her in New York and like we were getting along. And then, you know, and then suddenly like she's she's kind of like chirping online. And I was like, what the heck? Like I thought we were at a like I thought we were fine. So I, like, can't sort of read what's going on, and I just realized, like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to give up and stop trying.
0: Do you think there was anybody behind the scenes that was, like, maybe additionally throwing fuel on the fire that you either – like, to me, that would make sense. Not Again, not that anything like that would happen this year with other people involved, where people not on the show or in other people's ears Contacting chirping people telling them shit.
1: Saying yeah, shit, that would yeah nobody would do
0: that. You know. No,
1: and That yet. would
0: be a Can't, crazy thing to fucking do to people, no. you know. I think, Cara, the I think with
2: Cara. I think with Kara, I think what we see with Kara choosing me probably comes from it's probably twofold, the fact that she thinks that she could beat me, coupled with the fact of, you know, people who are kind of chirping, whether that yes. be fans, like we need to get Michelle out, or whether that be um mm-hmm. other people who have played with it. I don't know. I don't know where that's coming from, but with Laurel, I really just think that it's some sort of like true, true, deep-seated issue that she has with me, and I have tried every which way to try to, to squash it, but it just—I don't. Maybe we're just apples and oranges. I don't know.
0: So let's talk. Let's talk about car. Your victory against car. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, you were. You were. Um, she comes in. And she sees you, and I think like that. You probably don't remember like what went on in that moment where where your name was called and the whole her name you know, wasn't going called. The,
1: her, the color of her the outfit co- was that's called. That's
0: right. That's yeah. that. My, that's my mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll take mm-hmm. it. I'll take a step back from social media because of that. Um, what was going through your mind in that moment? Because it kind of looked like you were like, "All right, we'll do this," and you're walking down there. Was it the thought that I've been doing so well, and this is how this might end at this point? Um, To go from that moment of this is where it could potentially end to me to you crying in your interview saying, you know, I'm so happy this is this might be like the peak of what I've done here. Is that I mean, as you were saying, maybe on brand for you to roll roll through those emotions that quickly. Can you walk me through that moment from coming down what was going through your brain to finishing it and that euphoric high and watching it back and if it changed at all for you?
2: Yeah, so so the week before Laurel came in, and really a lot of my anxiety leading up in this in this chaos phase had been Laurel coming because I felt that for good television, what was definitely going to happen is you know yes. if if there if anything 100%. confirms that there's now a yeah. hand going into production choosing this stuff, I would say that this would be it because how poetic would it be for Laurel to choose the cast to choose me? I mean, it's TV mm-hmm. Gold, so for me that had been this really underlying anxiety just like j- just like CT coming choosing cast choosing get uh day mm-hmm. was kind of his anxiety right like a lot of these people because they're so new um they don't have like the layers of vendettas that we do so as much as right. having friends in the game was to my benefit that chaos portion was almost to my like like disservice to me because Exactly what my benefit is is my weakness, right? Like, I have relationships. I have mm-hmm. vendettas as well, though. So once I got through Laurel coming in and her, and her going against Raven, I was like, I'm in the clear. I shouldn't have any other vendettas. So when Kara came in with that level of heat, I don't know her and I haven't watched her seasons. I was expecting her to come in and be, like, so happy to be here on her, like, redemption tour of, like, you know, I'm – i I'm cu- I'm back. This is my arena. Like just more amping her, but what ended up happening was kind of she started tearing us down, which was not what I had expected. Um so I was already sort of cu- caught off guard by what I thought was going to happen versus what was happening. Then she asked me to throw in one of my friends, which at that point I could not mm. do because I was like which I would never do, honestly, with those girls, I would never choose to throw one of them in instead of myself. So I I really sat on it and I was like if I'm going down there, my thought process was, well, at least I'm going out in a way that is defend defending my girls, and I at least can hang my hat right. being a loyal person. Now it's so funny because everybody thinks I'm the most disloyal and all of this stuff, and I'm like, I went into a this <laughs> against Kara, don't get trying because to you do, did that, trying right. to be loyal, and it's and it, it consistently yeah. is read in a different way. So. That was sort of my mindset going in. I was like, if I go home, I can hang my hat. I'm going home against Kara and I'm protecting my girls. So that's where my mindset was. Um, but then something clicked into place for me where I was just like, I feel so calm, so at peace. I think coming from USA where I just went into I went into the first elimination there, which is highly stressful. I just had gone home not long ago. So like I hadn't been in the arena this season, but I had been in the arena recently. And I knew what it felt like to win. Right. I knew what it felt like to lose. So my fear was not really as there as it is for a lot of people, the jitters. So, um, yeah, I was just locked in, really. And hearing everybody cheer for the- me was very, very, very uh, helpful. It made me feel like I had like a purpose to be there and to come back in. So mm-hmm. it was encouraging.
1: That's good. Watching it back and, you know, knowing that all of the fans that have been waiting to see Kara, we're gonna see her and then see her lose to you did it change <laughs> kind of the happiness that you had of like the high of accomplishing that which is just at point face value a, a massive accomplishment um to beat somebody like that like did it take away the joy of it in any way
2: not really you know i think that and i and i think the great thing about having so many friends in this game is so many people were like hyping me. Cause I traditionally, I know you wouldn't think this cause I have this queen bee comment, but actually like, I really am sort of not somebody who like loves, loves the spotlight on me. I sort of do like to be a little bit more beta and a lot of like, like I I'm, I'm good with not being the main character. I I sort of prefer Mm -hmm. to be like the secondary character. So all the attention and stuff yeah. on it was kind of giving me a little bit of anxiety, and um, mm-hmm. but everybody kept being like, "You beat Cara, you beat Cara," and I started to be like, "Okay, that is a big deal." Um, and yeah. I knew, I knew that I didn't need help from the puzzle. So no matter what people said, it was like, "Okay, they can think that because they're defensive of their their girl and they want her to be back and right. they need justification." But I know, I know what happened, and that's that's like enough for yeah. me, you know. Nobody can tear mm-hmm. you down if it was a basic nine-piece fucking puzzle. Like it really, it really was not that hard. And no, not selling cars short, but she really like she had the strength on me tenfold. She could have whipped those things in yeah. and, and gotten it done if she saw the puzzle, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but if you want to, I mean, she blocked me, you
0: with that piece. What did you What did you think when that when she just left that piece in front of you? What was your thought process there? Like, oh.
2: No, I had no thought. There was no thoughts in my brain. I was... I was.
0: You just... It just zones out. You're just there. Nothing is running through. It's just... Like, do you remember... I think we've talked to a few other people who have said, during eliminations, especially something like that, they don't... I remember the horn going off, and then the horn going off at the end. There is nothing in the middle. Would you say that that is a fair assessment of how your brain processes it during that and remembers it after?
2: It depends. There's clips and pieces of majority. I mean, I've been in a lot of eliminations now. There's definitely clips and (laughs) pieces that stick with you. Like For me, um, I don't remember completing the whole puzzle, but for me, the the part that sticks with me is when I was putting in the second piece and I understood the format of the puzzle Because then Mm -hmm. I kind of think I went into autopilot sort of after that. But when I realized that the outside ring was the color and the inside ring was the color, and I had made a mistake because I was, the piece was upside down. Like I remember like things like that, but I don't remember putting every piece in. I don't remember, I remember it me being stuck on one of the pieces because I couldn't flip it over. Um, But like, Mm -hmm. but it is sort of clips. It, it's your adrenaline is so high that it, you can't remember the full thing mm-hmm. it's like just you're just same thing with any daily challenge is really the same your adrenaline is just going it's it's sort of like the important pieces yeah. are there but everything else is sort of blacked out Damn.
0: i just i can't imagine just the um the 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 after of that euphoric high and being like yeah i'm gonna jump on top of this puzzle and fucking curtsy to everybody of course <laughs> i fucking am of course i fucking am why wouldn't i I've earned this. Get, get me up here. I just, this thing could be eight feet high and I'm fucking scaling it right now. Let's fucking <laughs> I, do it. I really, you earned that curtsy I, I swear, is what I'm I don't remember I people don't
2: remember. People were like, that.
0: how dare she? How dare she? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. She earned it. She can do whatever the fuck she yeah. wants now. At this I, point. And
2: like the thing is, too, that people have to understand is like, it's so different when, cause I've been on both sides of the coin where I've been the one voted in like, Prior, So I had time for prep and I've been the one yeah. blindsided to go in and mm-hmm. it's definitely different when you're like, fuck you. You called me down. You like nowhere along the way. I tried to extend an olive brand. Like I tried to behind the scenes sort of joke with Kara, being like, haha, look at your guns. Look at mine. Like, you know, like sort of jokey things. And I couldn't really break mm-hmm. her. And I think that that's just her going into her zone. But for me, I'm like, mm-hmm. call me down. i tra- I tried to handle it with grace. I, like, like you know, at this point, I'm just – this is no skin on your back. Sure, it's $10,000. But for me, it's like my – it's my opportunity to win the whole game now hinges on this. Like, yeah. you fucked with me. Mm-hmm. You called me down. I f- felt like I had won fair and square. I was so psyched. So, yeah, I got up and did the whole thing, which if I could take it back, I would. Hell but- yeah,
1: girl.
0: Really? No, no. No. Come on. No. You did that, that shit. You 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 get it, you earned it at that point for beating who you beat in something that clearly to at least us watching, you didn't need help. There's difference if like everybody else did the fucking work for you and then really? you're like, "Yeah, fucking look at me." Ah! But like you did it yourself. You get to take that bow. Not nothing again. I will also say when we talked to Kara, she said she was looking for somebody to not name names, to do what you did. And she claims that if you would have said somebody, she would have just gone to the next person and hope that they didn't say anything. So whether that's true or not
2: It's so interesting because, you know, I've talked to the other girls and a few one or two of them did say that they would have said it a name, which is very interesting wow. because it never even yeah. crossed my mind as an option to say one of the names. Like it was just like
0: No. Wow, you're gonna look you? like
2: really shitty if you say a name yes so i felt like that's way bigger yes. of a problem right so i felt like that's what
0: easy. we said is so, like you saying a name would have just been far worse for you
2: right yeah. and and you know cara had said like if you don't have the balls to say a name you obviously don't want to be in this and i was like well i'm also playing a game with these people where if i do say a name <laughs> i'm kind of yeah. fucked and they're and they're my yeah. last yeah. members like so it's really messed yeah. up. And she's like, you're bullying the people on the bottom. I was like, no, those are the names we said because they're not in our alliance. Like, you know, like, yeah. so, right. so well. they're down there for a reason. We've already said names. So you want us to say names that are not the names that we've already said. That She right. knows how this works. She knows. I, she knew. And I think she's been starting, there many a
0: time. She knows how it works. I'm like, she started
2: yeah. with me. She knew it was going to be me. I think that.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. she knew. It was written in the stars. It was written in the
2: stars. <laughs> Apparently, Polly thinks I'm a snake. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, that came out of left field.
2: He said he didn't say
1: it, so yeah. I'm
2: gonna believe him. And I like Paula. And I, 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 I'm sorry. I like Polly, and I like Kara. I have no resentment um, towards towards them now. I think she didn't. You know, they don't really know me. So, and I do look like I'm somebody who's easy mm-hmm. to beat. So, I mean, why not?
0: Here's what it is.
1: <laughs> I hear you, girl damn the uh
0: the the fans at home have have spoken they asked uh a long time contributor to this podcast my mom mom Lafranc, frank come back um she's been out for a while so mom Lafranc frank actually has a question for you i'm gonna play the question this is from my mom mom frank hi michelle this is mama frank with an important question Very what quick. was harder for you being on survivor where you eat next to nothing for days perhaps a bowl of rice Or having to eat all the
1: gross food during at least one episode of the challenge, I know Stephen and I thoroughly enjoy watching all the bad food going down.
0: It's true. Then coming back up. (laughs) Bye.
2: (laughs) Okay. So damn cute. She literally sounds like an angel. Um. She is. She sounds amazing. I would love to have a Cosmo with that woman. I'll tell you that right now. Maybe a Pinot Grigio. Maybe. Oh. (laughs) A chardonnay type of gal but
0: uh, she likes a merlot she likes a merlot i'll tell oh, you that merlot. she likes a merlot she likes uh she likes w- whatever wine you're drinking she'll probably partake okay. come on out to la <laughs> she'll be here in a couple months you go hang out at one of the vanderpump restaurants she'll, she'll okay she'll drink yeah it maybe she's you. an herb
2: she yeah. seems like somebody who's probably an herbal tea drinker or something she probably barely drinks but uh, no, I, can, I can not speak.
0: not a not a tea gal okay
2: cool 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 <laughs> so she likes her merlot i'll keep that in mind um okay so I felt well well obviously when it comes to the eating stuff um honestly I would rather starve than eat disgusting things I honestly would uh, <laughs> the, the oil went Ooh. down easy it came back up and easier and it was just so it was really I mean I still I went to Italy this summer and I had like an oil pasta and I actually had to Exit the building, go into the parking lot, and throw up because I really like the. It's like you're scarred from the oil. (sighs) Um, But survivor, like when you really, if 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 we're taking the food aspect out of it, um, obviously you can't take the starvation aspect out of it. But what's harder, survivor or the challenge? Um, I've given this a lot of thought, and I come up really. They both have their challenges in different ways. Like I think that certain seasons of the challenge have been harder for me. Like Rider dies was one of the harder seasons I've ever done on anything. Um, but like the physical drain of survivor is like unmatched and unparalleled. You're like, you're like battling with yourself as yeah. survivor and mm-hmm. you're battling, you're battling with like your primal needs on survival uh, on survivor. And you're battling with like your emotional state on the challenge. So it's just different pieces of yourself that you really have to like reflect on but both suck i don't understand why i'm on these shows you sign
1: up for them i just want to make that clear to you you are the person that's that's allowing yourself to do this
2: i don't feel like i'm an active participant in in me choosing to do these (laughs) things in my life i don't that's i don't know who's making who's taken over but it surely could not be me subjecting myself to this sort of turmoil
1: blame the third great way to go
0: yeah. Yeah. Blame the supply chain. That's what we do a lot yes, on this it's show. Always the it's the supply chain. chain. It's yeah. definitely the you supply go, oh, chain. supply chain issues. There you go. See, guys, you want to complain about <laughs> her? It's the supply chain, you yeah, fucks. Come get, on. We can't
1: control that. We can What
0: are you talking about? You <laughs> exactly. know, the supply chain, the ports are closed. I don't know. All that shit.
1: I
2: love that. I, that's Whatever
0: gonna, CNBC is telling us.
2: That's going to trickle its way it. into my regular life. I can already you sense should. it.
0: Supply yeah. chain. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's an easy yeah. out. Yeah. You're gonna have another drink tonight? Yeah, supply chain issues, bitch.
2: Obviously, guys. When you see me on a, when you see me on another season and there's a supply chain quote in there, just uh, know that oh, it's a nod to you guys. You
1: need to use it when uh, people are like, "Why'd you vote me in? How could you do that? You don't understand the supply chain. It's a product. There's a of huge the supply, supply chain. chain issue.
2: Yeah, it's not me. It's it's, well, you, it's
1: not
0: you. Trickle down, yeah, it trickles down. One of my favorite comedians has a whole bit because he said, you know, his his brother was in the army and all this was going on during Iraq and stuff like that. And people would come up to him and be like, hey, you know, what do, what do you think about the war? And he said, what I would say every time is he would say this line. And then he says, you immediately have to walk away. And by the time they realize it makes no sense, you've disappeared into the party and people <laughs> don't know what's going on. He goes, so what you say is, last time I checked, this is America. And then you walk away and people go, that doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Shout That's out way
1: to you could
2: use that one too. I feel like that also. <laughs> so you could use both of them. That also might make its way yeah. into my day yes. it, really to day. It's really I I pick up a lot of idioms and, and and sayings that are slightly strange. It's it's part of my my charm and allure. Yeah. I don't know where it's I part I of your champagne problem. It really is. It really is, and I don't know where <laughs> they come from. But these things, they're like earworms, like what you just said, is now like. One might be embedded in me, and then it, and then I won't nice. be able to stop. It's like it's like a tick where like I have to use it, and you don't know where it originated from. But like one, it's, <laughs> and it's weird because one might stick and the other might not. It's like not intentional. It's like yeah, something clicked in me where I was like, oh, that's that's like an itch now. Like I have to say it over and over. So uh, yeah, you never know. One of those might stick.
0: We've had people reach out to us before because we're because we're the, nah! one and people go my boyfriend has heard this before and we'll just randomly go nah, but one. just like randomly throughout the day it'll we'll just drop that line i'm like this is what we want we want those things to stick around people using their day-to-day basis another another one of our good reliables is i'm sorry i'll apologize let's take a te- step back from social media you know we'll do some seminars learn and grow
2: we'll re- learn and grow learn and grow oh i'm a big I'm, I'm really on a big learn and grow phase of my uh-huh. life. You know, I've done a whole, yeah. Guys, yeah. I've learned a lot. I've ref- I'm in a yeah. period of reflection.
0: Reflecting. I'm yes. just. Oh,
2: are you manifesting?
0: Are you manifesting? Are I'm you doing still, manifesting?
2: I mean, I'm not in the manifestation portion because I'm still learning and okay, growing. You will get there. And in order to manifest, supply chain. yeah, supply chain, you sort of have to like get, you sort of have to fix what's going on within you before you can focus sure. on the future wants and needs for yourself so see really, i I'm- know
0: you're i know that's what you think and mm-hmm. i'm here to tell you you just need to channel your inner hot girl because hot girls manifest if you're not a hot girl you can't manifest so when you look in the mirror and you're ready to manifest you just go oh, oh i'm hot i can manifest now that's all you it is the,
1: you have the tools
0: you have the tools you're already <laughs> hot you just then need to manifest I, you know what i mean know,
1: you know that's it i don't have i
2: don't have the tools i'm missing the tools <laughs> I don't, I don't have... know. It
1: seems like you're lifting the tools up. Yeah. I feel like I'm seeing the tools. No. <laughs> Mariah has the tools. Olivia has the tools. Maurice has the tools. Mariah it's... has other things. Don't get me started on Mariah. Oh, I, I,
2: I know just your got friends and I
0: too don't want to many things.
2: It. <laughs> she doesn't just have the tools. She has the toolbox, the tool shed, the tool. <laughs> she,
0: She's she a whole ass, the... ass Home Depot. She's, got home She's Depot. a whole ass Home Depot. She's
2: Lowe's. That girl is Lowe's. Wait, Lowe's? Is that the... Yeah. She's
1: leaning against a window crying while the oh, rain falls. God. I love it. I love it. the only shirt she brought. I just love, I, I truly do love Mariah. She's actually one of the funniest
2: people that I've ever met. If you guys got to know her, I get it. The edit only shows certain things, but she is so fucking silly and funny. And she feels things so deeply. Like when I went and she's crying, like, no, Michelle.
0: Oh, that she, was great. That
1: was hilarious. But that was her,
2: hilarious. her sitting <laughs> by, <The> G- <laughs> Yeah, Jade, she's gone. Going,
0: she's gone. Oh, Michelle. She's like, she's gone. I said it was like they were watching Squid Games. They thought you had legitimately died. <laughs> you
1: just like That's sucked it. into the black hole. I, yeah, something. just gone. I feel, <laughs> I feel like broke I Broke two
0: ribs. She's dead. Okay. She's but, dead. Wait, she broke two so,
1: ribs. Well, this this broke
2: two ribs thing has, has gained a lot of traction. And yes. because, So Olivia's like, oh, I broke three ribs, whatever. And I was like, oh, I broke ribs too. Well, my first season, I also had a, had a rib issue, like whatever. But- they don't send you to a doctor. They say you have an issue with these two ribs, whatever it is, broken, bruised. They don't like diagnose because there's nothing that they can do for it. So it really yeah. – I guess you could do a CT scan or an MRI, but there's no uh, actual like thing that they can diagnosis, do. Diagnosis,
0: official diagnosis there. Yeah. What about
2: a popped boob? Well, that – that like, how, have, do you
1: fi- how do you?
2: <laughs> she has to get a surgery on it. Did the
1: rib pop the boob? I'm so confused. <laughs> she Has to get a surgery
2: on it. But I'm telling you, when I when I tell you that shit was so brutal. Like it was hard to breathe, laugh, sneeze, sleep. I couldn't work out for weeks. Like it was so fucking painful. And this is my second time having like a rib situation. And I wouldn't washing it on an enemy. Really, truly. Mm. It it really fucks you up. Like, your walking hurts. Like, everything... La- when laughter hurts, that's a really sad situation. It's
1: really sad. Yeah, it is, it the is. sound your body made when it hit the oh. water was unlike any sound I've heard before. And I was, like, moaning. <laughs> the and then, of your body hitting. They were like, they were like God. Oh
2: the moaning
0: God. coming up, yeah.
2: Everybody was like, oh, my God, she's so sad she left. I'm like, no, guys. I literally got the wind ripped from my sails
1: (laughs) I had no I died for a second
2: (laughs) I was like like I there was no no breath coming in I was totally and honestly that was my overarching thing it's so strange I knew I was going home and I didn't feel any sorrow at that moment because I was Mm. so stressed about how badly hurt I was that I was like oh my god like am I okay and I didn't even feel sad. I was yeah, just like, you
1: handled you handled that purge with grace. Honestly, I was very impressed with how you handled that whole thing. Because, like, after the game you played, after beating Kara, after uh, everything uh, you went through, to go out at the end like that—two that seasons way, in a
0: row, two seasons in a row—I thought Same you handled way. it
1: incredibly well.
0: Yeah, I,
2: I really, yeah. when I tell you that part of the reason that I handled it that way was truly because I really was hurt, and I really was like. Shit, I'm like, like I honestly don't think that I could have ran a final even if I wanted to at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, I was really hurt. Um, but it that being, have healed
0: by then, yeah. They went to a club, yeah, right no, away, it, and then it definitely it would not to go to a final.
2: It definitely would not have healed. Jesus. I would have been in the thick of it, trying to run, like carrying a rope with like my ribs hurting, <sighs> like. But also, like I really was like I've done. I was like I've done everything that I could have done. I played the game as hard as I could have played. I kept as my integrity as well as I could have. And, um, you know, I was like, I found love. I'm good, I'm going home. In a home. hopeless place. No, just kidding. But really, like, I, I really was in a place where I was like, I was so proud of my game. I genuinely left with my yeah. head held so high. Um, I didn't know what was this level of, like, hate and venom. From the fans, I think a lot of that has to do with how much airtime I'm getting, which I can't control
1: either. But um, right, mm-hmm. right, right. But I really left so happy. Yeah, it's like I'm- Taylor Swift at the NFL games. You know, yeah, it's not her fault.
2: Yeah, and whoa. I-
1: yeah, we love Taylor. Did we just have
0: Nixie like give a T Swift that. apologize? Not her fault.
1: I don't like her, but that's not oh, her fault.
0: Okay, all right. I'm just like, what's happening?
1: I'm at least oh, ungrounded.
2: God. We're not going to dive into Mayer. why you don't like her. We'll we'll get you therapy for that because she's amazing, or we'll just give you the Lover album and that will help because we all know Lover helps everything. I
1: have John Mayer. I'll be I'll be just fine. I, me and John are going to just kick it over here while you guys do whatever the fuck you're doing over there.
2: Okay. Well, I love John Mayer too, but. <laughs> Um, no, but okay. I really, I really, I, I really left. I swear, I left this game feeling so proud of myself. And then I got home, and all everybody had stopped talking to me. Like Corey wasn't talking to me, Narice wasn't talking to me, Berna wasn't. They they all blocked me. Uh, yeah. They all like Berna wasn't talking to you. What the fuck did you do to Berna? Berna blocked me. You were my number one. So Narice, Corey, Berna, Mariah was a little bit upset with me. Jay was upset with everybody. I guess they had went around and fact-checked, meaning they all just talked shit about me. And Berna basically- Well, yeah, you
1: were being a brat, so. Yeah.
2: Berna basically went around saying that I had said this about this person, this about this person. I was like, I wasn't even friends with you enough for you to like, like, I wasn't having conversations like that with you to talk shit about this person. So it felt like everybody was taking out their frustration or anger or whatever on me. That's
0: exactly what it sounded like. Mm And it yeah. was- we saw in the last episode Corey was sitting there with Colleen and they were they were doing some of that. And I sat there and was like, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Aren't aren't you two both in a final because of her? Isn't isn't this how it worked, Corey, with what you did earlier in the fucking season? Yeah. And then you say this shit. Like, this is how an alliance is supposed to work. An agreement's supposed to work. It's supposed to be mutually beneficial. And you hope you all get there. You guys got to the fucking end because The other sides of this, you're right in the fucking middle. So congratulations. Maybe be fucking happy that this worked for you. I couldn't believe that. I
2: I text Corey very, very upset about this. I unfollow Colleen, whatever it is, what it is. I have no ill will towards Corey because I think in that moment, he was just feeling like maybe because I chose Olivia, I was selling him down the river, which was never the truth of what was going on. But I was very much like, yeah, like I, I told you when you were in a bad spot, I tried to reintegrate you to make sure that you were having the conversations that you needed to have with the people that you needed to have them to. I always had your back in rooms that you weren't in. And so for me to leave and instead of showing any sort of signs of sorrow or like sadness that your friend is out of the game, that's, you know, been hopefully like sort of helping you this, this way and you've been helping me as well. You're like, thank God she's out. It felt very, like, yeah. staggered to the yeah. heart. And then I got home. Yeah. for all of them, for me to turn to my sister when I got home and I was like, I'm so happy with the way I played. Everybody who I played with is now in the final. Like, I feel like I've done yeah. the best that I could. And all of them. Isn't that the goal? All of them blocked me and weren't following to, following me or doing, or, you know, were ignoring me. And I was so, like, wow. Like,
1: you really could not win with that.
0: Yeah. I was yeah, so
2: upset just, uh, it... by the way it went down. And I was just like, well, I'll never, like, why do Why even have people's backs anymore? It's like, I, I'm so jaded from the whole experience, to be honest with you. I feel so jaded. I'm like, people hate me. When I don't I, blame you. I, people hate me when I throw them in. People hate me when I try to work with them and protect them. I feel like I'm kind of out of like, everything I do is wrong. That's
1: like how I feel. And- yeah, go into the next season, guns blazing, just like fuck all y'all. Oh, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> fuck
0: it. Uh, you know what it is? I figured it out while you were in the middle of that conversation. Supply chain. That's what it is. It's
1: a supply chain. You just text them supply chain. It's a supply, supply chain. chain. Obviously. It's supply,
0: a supply chain, chain issue. Issues.
1: It'll it'll work itself out eventually. It
2: will. Yeah. It will. No, but listen. There's yeah. there's always hurt feelings and resentment. You kind of some sort of sometimes have to put it somewhere. And so I get it. But I think from mm-hmm. my perspective, it was like you know, I was getting all of the resentment and not a single person who I felt like I had their back the whole game checked in on me. Like, I also just did two back-to-back seasons, went home before a final. Now everybody's what? ignoring me, not talking to me. And, like, I'm going through it too. And, like, now you're, yeah. all, you're all posting each other. You're all happy. You're all friends with each other. When you weren't friends the entire season, uh-huh. you're me shit. And now, like, I'm going through mm-hmm. this alone and you're not being the friend that I need too. And I think that that was, like, a really hard pill for me to swallow that all the, the friends that I was trying so hard to protect and have their back didn't have their back, didn't have my back when I emotionally needed them. Cause I didn't need them the whole season. I didn't emotionally, emotionally. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I, I mean, I needed them, like I needed to work with them and I, and we, it was mutually beneficial, but emotionally, I never required anything from them. And when I did, they weren't there for me. They pushed me away. So I felt really sad about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Did any of this get ironed out in, like, the reunion? Or obviously we haven't seen the reunion yet. Who knows what they'll show and what they won't. But, like, were were you guys able to kind of, like, get to a better place now? Is there still people that are, like, it just honestly probably got worse because of the reunion? <laughs> Can you tell us anything about the reunion?
2: Um, Some relationships. So most of my relationships that anything that I'm sort of involved in, I... Mm-hmm. Handle it head on. I'm not somebody who like holds it all in and waits for a public forum to kind of like blind somebody, blindside somebody. If you're my friend and I'm having an issue with the way that you've treated me post game, you're going to know it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to also try to dig in to be like, why are not you there? Like, what have I done to you to make, like, I don't need TV to give me a forum to talk to somebody. So most of this stuff that I had going on, I talked to them directly about, um, even Callum. I've even talked to him directly about everything that went on with him. Um, but I think we'll see relationships. I think we'll see some people find resolutions. Most most of them, we're not going to see any
1: sort of resolution, I would say. I would say... I, I, I feel like that's going to be the reunion. It's just people yelling at each other.
2: 90% <laughs> of the reunion is people yelling at each other, which is... I said, I said to the producers, I was like, do we have any funny, fun moments in this whole reunion? It felt very <laughs> – there's a lot of hate going on. It doesn't no-
0: sell. Uh. It doesn't sell.
2: There's a there's a lot of – I mean, people are really hurt. People are really, really – they're just mad at each other. They hate each other. And I'm seeing it now too with like the way people are podcasting and tweeting. It's like, what do we do? Like, what are we doing this for? It doesn't need to be this negative. Yeah. It's it's really taken on no. a life of its own. Mm. And when people start feeding other people and talking and making it worse and worse and worse, because there's like, I have, ex- I have animosity with them. So does she, so does he. So then it's like a group minds <laughs> sort of thing where then it grows a third a gr-
0: head. It becomes and- a group think. Right,
2: and I think, and then the little tweak
0: on what that person says, then gets tweaked by somebody else, and by the time Mm -hmm. it's gone, like five levels deep, the thing is completely, completely morphed and moved out of there. Yeah. Uh, Since you talked about fun things, there is something I do want to ask you. This was on our, our our sheet here. What was your favorite funny thing that we did not see this year that you're just like? That episode airs and you're like, I didn't really think they would show that, but come on. That's just some good stuff. That's just some good stuff. Or somebody that you're like, this person, like you said, Mariah, she's very funny, but they're not going to show that because obviously they're showing this other side. I want to know some moments from you.
2: So the first one that pops into my mind is from USA 2. It was a huge fight between Josh and Fessy, and it was fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. It was... it did The way it ended was not hilarious because...
0: I would pay. It for just this.
2: the way it ended was the way it ended was really. It was it ended up not being funny, but it started really funny. Fessy was fucking. He was really going ham on the beers. He was just he was full sending it. Got and it. Sometimes when Fessy does that, he starts to rap do whatever. I know you guys probably know this story, but and because I think I had talked oh, about please. it in my exit press, but he was doing a rap on the bus and he was like. Josh, you think you're a bad bunny, but you're actually a sour gummy, like some shit like that. Like his raps, not good. Uh, but he called, he called Josh a sour gummy. He's loving but this. Josh, Josh is also very emotional. So- no,
0: wait, hold on. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Breaking news into the right reality newsroom. Uh, we have an official report from the scene that Josh is an emotional person.
2: It's the supply chain, and the thing supply is, chain, is, baby.
0: That-
1: there you go. You're getting it. You're getting it. <laughs>
2: So I think also like Fessy is also very emotional and sometimes you don't get that, but you it's like you say the right the wrong thing to Fessy at the wrong moment and
1: Boom. he punches you in the face. So, and gets you kicked off. So his Josh face. had said something.
2: <laughs> Josh had said exactly. So Josh had said something <laughs> sort of like now we're an hour we're an hour or an hour and a half two hours later at the kitchen table and. I hear something loud, I'm I'm in the kitchen, and I hear something loud, and I see like a table basically being flipped. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I guess Josh had said something sort of sassy to Fessy, but I think it's all stemming from this random rap. And so they get into a huge fight. I mean, it's in the preview, everything. How could that be eliminated? It was the most wild, like stupid fight of all time, stemming from this dumb quote i know I'm i think so it's a. C- I think um, it might be
0: like a cbs issue that they don't want to show that that was yeah. my take because it was like how did this disappear i'm like i think it's just like a cbs thing that they don't want to show yeah. that type of stuff on the network version of it but
2: a few hookups in there was a few hookups in um the mtv one in 39 that weren't shown that i think would have been fun there was serious of lack of hookups
1: Serious lack for like a from an audience point of view. I know. I mean, we we know some things that haven't been released, but like why they didn't show some of that stuff is insane to me.
2: I I would agree with you. I think a lot of them were very messy, so I think mm. it's interesting that they weren't mm. shown. There was a fight, and again, this isn't funny, but there was a fight between Kylan and Jay that was very very intense. That nice. I was the third party there, which it was kind of funny because it was when Kylan was going into. Elimination and it was just so um, like of was giving nothing and Jay was giving everything and it was it was really funny but it wasn't supposed to be funny but it would have Got been it. gold to be in there yeah. mm-hmm. I think yeah there was a few there was there was a lot of pranks from Big team Mariah and Melissa and me in that room that I like could have been shown like but that. yeah I mean overall listen this game it's really crazy because there's so many bad moments that I think about and I'm like oh, so many meltdowns but really the overarching thing is that it's actually really fun. These people are amazing. They're reality TV stars for a reason. And they're really funny and fun and dynamic to live with. So like Mm -hmm. there's a million moments you can't capture them all. And that's why it's like.
0: Yeah. yeah. We have, we have two final things. We're not going to ask you to name names with the hookups because we would not put you in that position. I would like, however, unless you want to, (laughs) unless you want to.
2: There is definitely one that's going to be shown at reunion.
0: Beautiful beautiful can you give me a number of total hookups that you're aware of from the season are we talking eight or above
1: Hold on. oh she's she's using okay, her she's fingers counting. to count this is a serious people are amount.
0: gonna i'm glad that she's not like 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 Talking it out silently, and people would try to read her lips to figure out. Like, I'm trying what to go
1: through. Okay. Okay. So each person. So yeah, just like if they hooked up multiple times, it just counts
0: once. Well, like if, if... yes, no,
1: yeah, I know yeah. that. Okay. I, are you kidding me? We've been
2: a hundred digits. Hundred digits. <laughs> I'm thinking. Yes.
0: Lots yes. of banging in I'm the bathroom, boys and girls. How are
1: you? they not showing this shit. shit?
0: It's in the bathroom, Mixie <sighs> They know where to go. Come so on. I think,
2: I think there's probably nine or 10 different combinations of people mm. that have hooked up.
0: And let's see. How many are we aware Wait, of? Hold on. Point? Let me
2: see. Let me see. I think it's.
1: I think we're aware of five.
0: We're aware of five. Mixing name off the ones that we're aware of.
1: Michelle. Yeah, who are you aware Callum, of? Yeah. Emmanuel. And then we'll just go through the rest. Raven. Olivia, Colleen, and um, shit. Maybe it's four. Then is that the only four? Melissa and Melissa, Melissa and, and
2: Kylan. Kylan.
0: That's. I think that's and the Raven, five.
2: Raven and Raven and Kieran.
0: Oh, oh god, yeah, about that. Yeah,
1: yeah. They like showed that like kind of. Did you say Mariah and James? Ugh, did you say No, nope, I didn't say Mariah and James. There's like so many. You're right. That's, that, that's, that's seven, seven off
2: the. Off the jump, yeah. Right, you're gonna find 10. out
1: about another, Michelle. It's gotta be more you're gonna
2: than find 10. A, you're gonna find out about another at reunion. Oh, Olivia, okay. Olivia, uh, I'm sorry, Mariah and and Horacio, Mariah and Horacio. No, I'm sorry, Narice and Narice no. and Horacio.
0: <laughs> I'm checking my headphones out. I nearly blacked out. I did the same thing that no, you so did we when you stuff. said when we said Laurel.
2: Sorry, sorry. Out. I, she go, got I don't think us you back. Supposed to She say got us this. back. Supply chain. Sorry. sorry. Okay, so eighth, supply chain. So eighth, <laughs> make America great again. What, what's the America quote that
0: you guys said? <laughs> you might or not want to do that one. You might not want to do that one.
2: And let me clear the air, okay? Mariah and Horacio.
0: Mariah and Horacio. Oh. Definitely Mariah and Horacio, oh. right? Is that what you're thinking, saying? Listen, that counts listen, for three. I I'm
2: thinking Mariah and James and Horacio and Arasio. <laughs> Guys, don't the words okay words in okay. My
1: mouth. I didn't. You said it. You it's said on, it. <laughs> it's I'm on sorry. recording. I put the own words in
2: my own mouth. No, no. My own words. It, it's
1: not your fault. The it's supply, supply chain. Ch-
2: the fucking Cosmo, guys. I'm celebrating your 300th, and now <laughs> I'm slipping up. No. um, Okay. So if we're at eight, just from what you guys know, I would say t- I still stand by 10. I think there's probably two that you might okay. not know about. Yeah, probably. Okay. And one of them will be aired at reunion for sure. Oh. Okay. Right. Hell yeah. Let's go. I, when I tell you, jaw dropped.
1: Jaw dropped. Really? You didn't know. I did not know. Nobody knew. That's impressive.
0: That's really tough. Oh, I'm
1: excited. I'm excited. Great great. Oh, teaser. my God. You're doing the work for MTV. What? A- jaw- well I, you know what? I was <laughs> I've been doing. I've been. I've been. My back
2: hurts. My back. I've been. have carrying it. <laughs> it's a supply chain.
0: <laughs> supply chain. Michelle backpack. Supply
2: chain
1: on it her is back.
2: Jump so <laughs> in the backpack in for a very, very, very weird realization of some strange shit that went on.
1: God, I hope they don't cut it.
0: No, they, there's. They're not no cutting way they it. Cut that. There's they no
2: literally, they cut that. literally would never. <laughs> they would never cut it
0: no my mind is just racing thinking about the combinations of people that this could be and that people would not know about
1: we'll have to put a poll in the hotties if you're listening to this and you have a thought of who it could be we're gonna put it in the hotties and you let us know unless
0: they are spoiled and they're it
1: it has i don't think that
2: that could be a it hasn't been spoiled From what I know, it has not been spoiled.
1: Well,
0: there's nothing from the reunion that's leaked out anywhere?
1: I haven't seen anything. There was some stuff about Michelle, (laughs) or um, I mean, Olivia and Narice, like making up, but Narice was like, that's all fucking lies. We're not friends. So
2: that's the only thing. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't think that, I don't think things were, I don't, I honestly don't know if things were leaked, but I I don't think it was, I don't think it's been leaked. So don't go searching. Just let, just let your mind be blown like mine was. Yes.
0: Exactly. MTV, I know you're listening to this because you listen to everything we do. What's up? Hi, welcome to the number one again. Um, Maybe your problem with information getting leaked is the people who did not go to the reunion who are part of production and the people who are in the field. Just a thought. Just a thought. If you're trying to figure out where it's going, just just the thought process. But that is here or there.
1: I've never seen a show get spoiled so quickly in my life. It's really unfortunate. It's, it is
2: it it is really unfortunate. And what I will say is that Survivor really doesn't get leaked like that. And it's like they yeah. – You know, a lot of times it's like, well, cast, don't talk to people. It's like we're not talking to people. Like it was spoiled that I was out before yeah. I even had my phone. Like my parents – that's what I'm saying. My parents knew before I was even out to tell them. Like, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, it's clearly not coming from, from us. So now, now they're, right. now, now I can't speak right. to everything. Again, they know I who it is. I can't speak to everything. I can't speak to details. I know that it's not spoiled for me, but I will say that like, you know, it's obviously coming from somewhere else, not the cast. Yes. So it's unfortunate.
0: I think they know. I think they know and they continue to let it happen because Mm -hmm. there's only a finite number of people who are in that circle and have been in that circle long enough to match up the timelines of what the leak accounts are. Therefore you could figure it out if they really wanted to. I think they either a know about it or B just don't really care enough because that continues the ongoing season that they want this whole situation to have. Uh, Last question is always Mixie's. It's a very important question for Mixie. It tells her a lot about who you are as a person, especially in your house.
1: I feel good about this. I feel like Michelle's going to give me the right answer.
0: I do too. I feel like she's definitely going to give you the right answer. And I I will state there is one correct answer and one very incorrect answer.
1: Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. When you put the toilet paper on the hook does the paper go over or under
2: i've been schooled i've been schooled from this i've i've made the mistake of under before and lord knows that <laughs> you've had it you that's not the right decision you've had a me in your life i've, I've had it it's not
0: the right decision it's it is not.
2: not it's really not <laughs> and i don't no. feel i will say i'm not somebody who passionately stands in one corner or the other but i would never I would. I know it would cause some people to go into a state of turmoil, distress, uh, self-reflect. Last thing I need is people to sit on my toilet and spiral into a, a deep, meaningful self-reflection. So I yeah. need to get to do my service by having it over because that's what makes people feel the most comfortable. So I know. I know what the people want. Thank you. I know Michelle. what the people want. And Lord knows, She's I'm a giver. a giver. I'm a gi- I actually, I am really a pillow princess. I'm really not a giver. But um, Let's just, <laughs> That's let's That's just make it known. Different let's situation. just make it known. I'm a taker. I'm a
0: taker. No, but
1: I like that. In the in the bedroom, you are a taker. In the bathroom, you are a giver. It,
0: giver. It's true. Well, unless it's the challenge bathroom, then it might oh, be yeah. different.
1: <laughs> Uh, there's no mics in the challenge <laughs>
2: bathroom. So who knows if I'm okay a favorite? <laughs> no, this really has gone. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. Uh, it's allegedly. supply chain. It's who supply knows? chain. No, guys, this has allegedly. gone full supply full circle. Just... I mean, we've really, we've really, we really just.
1: Yes. It's how we do it here.
0: We do everything correct here at the number one. The only thing we're asking you to work on for the future, from Mixie's perspective, is just zero out that microwave timer at the end. Okay. That's all she's asking.
1: And you know what? You, I believe in you.
2: And sometimes all it takes is one person to believe in you in order for you to manifest the things that you deserve in the future. And I'm leaving here with my head held high. Yeah. I'm living here with some self-reflection. I'm leaving here with a good turns yes. of phrases in my pocket and a joyous outlook on the future yeah. of myself and the challenge. So thank you guys. Happy 300th episode. Cheers, Cheers, to, that.
1: That. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to that.
2: We laughed, we cried, we had microphone outputs, we had a we we experienced everything on this three hundredth episode. It's all you can hope
1: for. More. I'd say she closed us out for us. I really think you did the job for us.
0: Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Yeah,
1: thank you guys. Oh, God. Follow us on Twitter, follow
2: us on Instagram, follow us on all social media.
1: Smash that subscribe. subscribe well Michelle said it best herself. What an absolute roller coaster of an episode with her. <laughs> I had so much fun. I really hope that this changed some people's opinions of her. I think that she was painted in a bad light. Some, um, you know, not so fair assumptions about her were made. And I just loved this interview. I thought it was a great 300 for us.
0: Yeah, it really was. I enjoyed it. Like the goal wasn't to set out to be like, here's what you have wrong about her. But I think it was a, you know what we did? We learned and grew. We learned and grew during the podcast. And that's what we're all about here. at The number one is learning and growing And doing stuff like that. We'd also like to thank uh, everybody who listens, everybody who has come on recently, our OG OGs, you know who you are, everybody in the Hot Take Hotties Facebook page, people watching on YouTube, the people hating on us in the YouTube comment section. (laughs) You're still watching. So that's all that matters. And you're engaging so that, you know, again, if you don't like us, don't engage. It will only help us if you engage in the comment section. So thank you for that, by the way. And um, listen, I don't really know what else to say, but I want to thank Mixie here for jumping on uh, a couple seasons ago and being so awesome that just being like, "Okay, yeah, let's fucking do this and crushing it and coming into her own with that. Everybody seems to love you so much. So I really appreciate you being here for the for the journey as well.
1: Thank you. And I would like to extend the same thing to you. You do all of the heavy lifting on the editing and the back end stuff of things. You guys don't understand how much time and energy Stephen puts into this. And that is why it is so entertaining for everybody. So thank you for also allowing me to come in on this and have a good ass fucking time. Uh, I will say programming note, it is looking like the final is going to be two episodes. So we will be releasing both of those episodes on our end together at the end of the second episode, just so you are aware it'll be one episode of the right reality recapping the entire final. So don't really look out for anything from us. This is our bonus little episode to keep you through until the end. Um, But that is the game plan on our end. And then I am willing to accept any ideas for upcoming shows. I'd like to take a break from what is happening in, in the challenge universe. But any shows that you guys are seeing, feel free to DM us, post it in the hotties. We're open to taking a short little break and coming back with something really fun and exciting.
0: Yeah, it needs to be something, you know. Don't just like be like, "Hey, do you love is blind?" Because you know, I'm
1: not doing Love Is Blind.
0: That's very tough.
1: I'm also not doing Love on the Spectrum. Don't ask.
0: <laughs> we're just enjoying those shows separately. Yes, that we're not talking about. But yeah, there's some logistical nightmares with uh, some Netflix shows and stuff like that. So, you know, we got to be mindful of that. But let us know what you're uh, watching or what you know is upcoming. We've been trying to see what's coming up. Unfortunately, DILF Manor is not one of those things that we've been praying for. Missed it's going to come. It's got to be I'm coming. Concerned.
1: It's got to be coming. Unless they all fought each other in episode one, which is what I thought they would do.
0: Honestly, if we're really thinking about it, it's always coming at DILF Manor. <laughs>
1: What a great way to end it. Thank you for 300 episodes, guys. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for the support. We will see you for the final. Bye. Bye.